subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast, Matt and Garrett. We are back with you again. Excited to be with you. We've got another great episode for you very quickly because I want to make this nice, short, and sweet. If you want to learn more about what we're talking about, go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about what Ninja Selling is about in general, go buy the book. It's available everywhere. You can buy books. Well, most places you can buy books. We have that available. We also have coaching available. So if you learn about Ninja and you're like, I love Ninja and I want it on a higher level in my business, we have an amazing group of coaches that can help you not only take Ninja and implement it into your business, but help it harmonize with the life that you already have created and the life that you're dreaming about. So we're there to help you with that. And uh, moving along these lines, if you also want to join our incredible community of people that listen to this podcast, try to implement as much as they can of this uh, through the podcast, we have the Facebook community, which is the Ninja Selling group in there. Please go check that out. And uh, you will find a whole bunch of like-minded people like yourself that are all working together and uh, and thriving. So Matt, good morning, sir. Good, good morning, Garrett. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm excited to talk about this, Garrett, which is a topic you brought up. It's not connected to what we just talked about, but interesting, there, there's a theme that's carrying forward from our last episode about dreams. This is interesting. And this kind of goes back to, Matt, what I have had a lot of people reach out over the years and they're like, like, how do you guys know exactly what to talk about like, right now? Like, How did you know we were dealing with this? And a lot of uh, the great topics come out of a big pool of people that I meet with every single week, basically. I meet with all of our coaches. I talk with them about what's going on with their people that they're coaching, successes, challenges, whatnot. And I help, help them kind of navigate through so they can help their coaching clients out even better. And uh, this one came up just recently where um, one of the coaches brought this to me and they said, you know, I, I have people that are really struggling with the dream questions. You know, so when we look at Ford, we got family, occupation, recreation, and dream. Anybody who's following Ninja, you've, you've heard of Ford or these questions that we want to ask when we're communicating with people and kind of where we want to drive the conversation to be around. It forces you to make it about them and not about you. You all know who you are out there. We love talking about ourselves. It feels really good, but uh, it doesn't necessarily work for our systems quite as well. So we got to keep it all about them. And But when it comes to these dream questions, I think it can feel clunky, Matt. I think a lot of people get, just kind of gets awkward where it's like, okay, how do I ask a dream question? What does a dream question consist of? And I feel like this comes from the coach I was talking to who said, yeah, it feels sometimes like you're you're crying or you're going too deep in with somebody or you're you may be asking something that's maybe a little bit too personal around it. So Matt, I think first off, we need to kind of define, I mean, what qualifies as a dream question and what you know, what does that look like? But then also I want to dive into like how can we make them really powerful? And so I think we can kind of jump in there. So Matt, you want to jump in the ring? Yeah, absolutely. I love, you know, getting to the dream questions is where the gold is, right? I think this is where the FOR is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. And that's where most conversations are going to be for the four, right? Most people will be for the four because it's easy to talk about. But the dreams is where you get to build really good relationships and understand how people are thinking. Now, I think first off, a lot of people think dreams and they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to just walk up to Garrett and be like, Garrett, like, what are your dreams? Right. 
initially, we're just talking about the future. We just want to know what are their plans for the future? Let's start there. That's a really important thing that you just said. It's just anything that hasn't happened yet that you, that you, that just yeah. anything in the future is the easiest way to say it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like what's their dream life. It's just what is, what's going on in their future? What would they like to see? What's already planned? Asking somebody about, Hey, what do you guys have coming up for a winter trip? Let's just say. Yep. That's a dream conversation right there. It could be kind of borderline recreation, but that is a dream conversation at its basic form right there. Now we can go a whole lot deeper for sure, which is what we hope to do. And that's the gateway to getting deeper is to just start talking about the future with people. So you got this just in the future. And I look at that as like, what do you got planned for the weekend? That's simply a dream question. Yeah. Even, yeah, even shorter timeline than what I was saying there, which that works too. Yeah. Like, let's keep it really simple. Do you guys got any fun plans for the evening? What are you guys up to? Like you can start to open up these little dream questions. And again, we don't need to turn them into some earth shattering, life changing gathering of information. But on the flip side, Matt, what where I kind of see people run into some trouble around this is that they are asking some big questions about the future and about, you know, like, hey, like, you know, as you guys plan for retirement, how do you like, what do you, what do you guys have set up and things like that? And what, you know, what is that? What do you guys want to do when you retire from the current, you know, jobs and positions you have right now? And all of a sudden you have somebody going, well, gosh, like, let's think about that. Like we've always wanted to live on the coast. We've always wanted to, you know, we've always wanted to have a place up in the mountains. Oh my gosh. You imagine like that's been something we've dreamed about for years. And you start going down these routes with people. I find that Matt, where it gets, it can get really interesting, or maybe where it kind of can get clunky, is that we look at it as a tool for gathering information rather than really dreaming with these people. And it turns into this system to generate business and to find where the next transaction is going to come. And this is why we ask family questions. This is why we ask occupation questions. It's why we ask recreation questions because there might be something in there. They might have a job change. They might have a new kid coming. They might have a kid going off to college. They might have all these life changes that drive real estate to happen. And I think a lot of people lean into that forward is this is how I find business instead of this is how I connect with people. And then when it comes to dreams, like it can get a little icky <laughs> when you have the wrong intention behind it because you're not dreaming with them. You're not sitting there and like exploring what the future is going to be. You're looking at it as a, I'm going to hear what they've got coming up because maybe there's business in here. Maybe they've got future plans that's going to lead me to be able to sell another home. Oh, their dreams for this summer is they're thinking about doing this, which might cause them to make a life change. Oh, I'm going to keep them on my warm list right now because there's potential business in there. Forget all that. The best ninjas, Matt, forget all of that. Well, they don't forget. It. They pay attention to it. It's kind of the little voice in the back of their head going like, oh, I should probably pay attention to that. But they're more intrigued in going, tell me about that mountain property. Like, what would it look like? Like, tell, tell me all about it. I want to know. Let's go, let's go have lunch. I want to know more about this thing that you're talking about. You know, if you were to unpack the coast property and living on the beach, I would be able to tell you I've never seen my wife happier than having her feet in the sand and waves crashing behind her. And 
maybe even being without me. <laughs> Wait a minute. By yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they might be me sitting up on a porch and just watching okay, so this wonderful like person. Without you in the house, just without you on the beach at that single moment in time. On the beach. Gotcha. It's on okay. the beach. Just Thank making you sure. That. Thank you, you know? for clarifying. <laughs> it's that watching her from a distance which by the way, any of you who truly love somebody, you know that feeling of watching somebody from a distance, not creepy wise, but just watching them from a distance. You know where I'm going, Matt. One of my favorite memories of my wife is the times that we go to the ocean and I can sit up away from her and just watch her completely in utter happiness, just decompress walking along the beach. Sounds like you're moving to Charleston. It No, dude, we're, we're, we're a West Coast family. I'm sorry, man. Oh. But so like that dream, when you really want to enter into that, and what does that mean to me living on the beach? It's not waking up and having a cup of coffee and sitting there and going like, oh, I mean, like it's beautiful and there's birds and there's energy and there's all kinds of stuff. I love that. But for me, it's that simple fact of watching that woman on the beach, that lady on the beach is like the most powerful thing in my world when it comes to that. This is the cool stuff you get to get into around dreams and planning for the future and what that means. And any of you who, as long as we do this podcast, at some point, we're going to have a beach house and you will all go, oh, I remember that podcast from back in 2023 that you know Matt and Garrett did. Like That's Garrett accomplishing a major dream that he has in his future. Like that's the stuff you want to get into and totally forget about where's my potential sale in this. And here's the other thing. There could be several houses before that beach house. There could be a lot of distance between that conversation, that dream, initial dream discussion of what happens. What I find with dream conversations too, getting into that, right? Becoming heavily invested in other people's dreams. Like, man, Garrett, you know, aside from the creepiness of watching people from a distance, tell me more about like, you know, what it is about the, the beach that Sarah loves, right? If any of you could have seen Matt's face as I was saying those words, he was like, <laughs> stop, stop, stop talking. I was like, this is, this is going a weird, weird way. But I totally, I totally understand what you mean, though. And I'm sure in the proper context, everybody listening also understands that. Thank you, everybody, for not being weird and creepy. Becoming invested in somebody's dream by being interested in it creates a different relationship. Like, yes, that would be a mark in my CRM of like, okay, Garrett and Sarah want a beach house someday. They're never going to be upset if I talk to them about beach houses. Not, hey, you guys should buy this beach house, but I found a really cool listing of a beach house and be like, hey, Garrett, have you ever seen a beach house like this before? And you'd be like, whoa, that's super cool. And just having that fun conversation. So I know that. The other thing is this builds a new relationship between you and the person that you're talking with the dreams about. Not that you get to talk about that dream, but they trust telling you that stuff, which creates a different level of connection in their body and their brain so that when their just regular real estate comes around, they think of you first. And that's that's the big thing that's coming with dreams. And there's another level that we're not we haven't gotten into yet, but from the beginning, if you're invested in their dreams, you're just going to create a stronger bond that other people have not yet created or maybe won't be able to. It's the difference of the Zillow agent. And then, by the way, you know who you are, who continues to blow my phone up out there. I'm not going to say your name, but you know exactly who you are if you're listening to this. <laughs> it's the difference of them that keeps saying, are you still interested in buying in Brookings? 
Brookings is a great little town over on the coast. And I happened to click on a Zillow ad and I was interested in knowing a little bit more about a house and I can't shut it off. <laughs> like I'm about to report it and be like, please leave me alone. That's the difference of this person who's never, and we did talk on the phone, by the way, two and a half years ago. That person never took the time to realize what does a beach mean to me and what are we trying to accomplish? It's just like, hey, the sun's out in Brookings. Are you still interested in buying here? Oh. So this is interesting because you're bringing another element of this is that sometimes there are people who come into our world as realtors where we get to start right out with a dream conversation, right? Particularly if you work in an area like that, right? Like for people who work here in Charleston, a lot of people are moving for a lifestyle. And when they say, you know, tell me about what moving here means to you as a question, just what you said, Garrett, forming it in that way, you've now opened the dream discussion right from the get-go. And you're going to learn a whole lot of things that's then going to help you sit down and do a great buyer process, or even just understand, okay, where are we at? And then this is how I can communicate with you going forward because, Garrett, you're not ready to buy a beach house right now. But I understand what the beach means to you. And I'm going to make sure that you are always informed about what's going on here at the beach because I know you love it so much. And I hope you come visit us. If that Zillow agent sent me a picture of the sunset on the beach and said, hey, just saying hi from Brookings again, you know, let me know if you need anything out here. If it was just as simple as that, that's not an unsubscribe moment. That's a I would be going to Sarah and going like sure. look, look, <laughs> look, look, this is the beach right now. And and again, in knowing the dream questions, it's not just about moving to Brookings. And that's, I think, an interesting thing also. The more you can dive into that, they would know that if I can't wake up in the morning and look out and see Sarah walking along the beach, it doesn't work. It doesn't fit the vision. It doesn't fit the dream that's out there. So I think that that's a, that's a huge piece of this matter. We got this opportunity to go deeper with our people and to learn from them. And yeah. Matt, as you were saying, there's a different level also here that we need to talk about. Yep. Dreams can make you pretty vulnerable when you start to share that kind of stuff with somebody. And I don't know if you want to take and run with this real quick. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this yesterday. You brought this up and it makes sense because if you're going to go and have this conversation about with someone about their dreams, and it does lead to this vulnerable conversation, not vulnerable of like, oh my gosh, I have to tell my deep, darkest secrets. But these are things that are usually just kind of reserved for ourselves is we have to be prepared that it's time for us to be a little bit vulnerable and talk about our dreams too, because it's going to come back around. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to be going all in on somebody's like people like, well, and I think part of it, Garrett is people enjoy having a, a connection with somebody being on the same level of that dream. Now it doesn't mean you have to have the same dreams, but let's take, you know, the beach as an example. If you're like trying to talk up Garrett's thing about the beach and like, oh, the beach is so awesome and all these things. And you never go to the beach and you hate the beach and it's not a dream of yours. We're going to have a challenging conversation, right? Or if we're just not on it, you can answer, you can be honest about it and still connect on that. Well, I can hate the beach and I can still sit there and say, what makes the beach so special for you? But if I'm not willing to open myself up because you're going to, because 
it's going to be more enjoyable for you if you have somebody on the other end of that conversation who's also willing to discuss their dreams. Because, And you're right. It doesn't have to be the beach. It could be at some point you might turn around and be like, yeah, that's what the, the beach means to us. We're so like, this is what we love. Like, has have you ever felt anything like this? And be like, you know what, Garrett, I have to, for me, it's the mountains. It's this versus just being like, yeah, uh, well, so um, more more about you because I just I just want to learn about you, right? We can't be blocking that that energy, right? Then it's like an interview, and we're taking notes, and it's like, okay, beach, Sarah on the beach, crashing waves, very important. Sitting up, that's really important. Excellent, got it. Hey, this is great, man. I really appreciate our conversation. This has been fun catching up, and like, hey, I'll, you know, can't wait to talk soon. And boom, we're gone. I think that you know the biggest dream conversations I've ever had are actually sitting around a campfire with friends because all of a sudden all of your defenses are down we're all relaxed and this is where it becomes mutual Matt this is where I think you've got to have this mutual trusting relationship with people where you can be vulnerable and you can throw some of these questions on the table and I as much as this they're interested in what my future is going to be and what we want to be doing and what we have. I'm genuinely interested in them too, which makes this really amazing back and forth sharing of like, you know, well, what do you guys see? I look at my friends who want to travel. They want to, um, they're like Sarah and I, we, we love, love, love traveling. And we start kind of talking about our different views of traveling and what that looks like. And they're like all invested in van life right now. Like they are, they bought the Sprinter van. They are converting it over. Sweet. Oh, it's so cool. It It's one of those that, yeah. And it's fun because like we've been talking about that for a long time. They're the people that we traveled to Costa Rica with. And that started about a dream conversation that probably happened, I don't know, now eight years ago where we were just kind of sitting around going like, where do you want to travel to? Where are you travel to? And Sarah and I said, we want to go live somewhere for extended periods of time. And all of a sudden they're like, well, we never thought about that. Like, where would you guys want to live? And these conversations just kept bouncing back and forth. They moved to Costa Rica for a year off of that conversation sitting in their front room. This is the cool part about the dream conversations and the dream questions. When you can get into that flow with somebody, it's where really deep relationships can be built because you know stuff about them. They were comfortable sharing stuff with you about how they view things, stuff that maybe a little bit, I mean, that's just not stuff you want to share with everybody. Um, and, but you got to have that mutual relationship. You got to let those defenses down a little bit. Then part of that means you need to be able to share with them. You do. And I think the in-person part of this is, is helpful. Right. And you can have dream conversations over the phone, I think. And, and I take back what I said about like, well, you have to have the similar dream because I don't think that's necessarily required. My point is, is you need to be open to sharing yeah. back and forth. And I think the best way to start doing this is the in-person, right? Having your coffees and lunch. Like a lot of people say, like, well, why am I having coffees and lunches with people? Because that's going to be one of your best opportunities to have dream conversations. In fact, I would encourage everybody, if you're doing in-person meetings, which you all should be doing. Well, I guess you don't have to. You should be. Should. Make it a goal for every in-person conversation that you have to have a dream level conversation, meaning a conversation about the future. Because otherwise, I think you're missing a massive opportunity to capitalize on that in-person relationship 
Otherwise, you probably could have just had a phone conversation. If you just wanted to get an update on what's going on with the family, you could have done that over the phone. Probably could have done that over text message. But the dreams aren't really happening unless you're... I mean, they can happen over the phone and text, but a lot of the way to catalyst that is in person. I'll give an example. I had coffee with a neighbor of mine yesterday, and we got to have a really great dream conversation. I got to learn about his ambitions to run for local office, all of the business ideas that he has that he wants to grow. And we went back and forth, which is now gives me the information and the fuel to be invested in his dream. So I can now text him about this stuff. I can call him about him stuff because we had that foundational stuff. Now, I knew some of this stuff existed, but until we actually sat down and met in person to talk about it, it was really hard for me to get invested into his dreams because I didn't really know exactly what they were. Now I have more clarity. And I think this is why getting the in-person coffees, and these could be 30 minutes. Like You don't need to go and sit and have a two-hour lunch with somebody to get into it. Like You sit down, boom, you can go right, launch right into the dreams. It's a little bit like, hey, how's the family, all that stuff? Awesome, man. Hey, tell me what's going on in your business. What do you want to see in the future for this? And you can get right into it. It's great. Yeah. Wynn Washley, who's a group agent that I've mentioned on the podcast numerous times, but he's one of the ones that when I first got involved with Ninja, when Wynn came with Ninja, he was one of the ones that was like, using the systems day in and day out. And I learned a lot of what I know today from Wynn. He said, you know, there's certain questions that you just don't ask at certain times Uh, when you're making. This is why I love Matt about you saying get face to face with people. You know, there's certain two to three minute phone calls you're trying to have to reconnect with somebody that maybe you lost connection with. And you never sit there and say like, oh, so you guys retired. Well, tell me what your retirement's going to look like. We're not in a two to three minute conversation here now. We are now in a, oh, my gosh, we just opened Pandora's box. Very important question, by the way. Really good question, but not right now. (laughs) Not in this moment of making our phone calls, connecting with all of our people and seeing how they're doing. But it is that opportunity to say, let's go have lunch. And your reason for your lunch is to find out and open up these deeper, bigger questions and really go down those paths. So I think the dream questions you just need to understand as you're as you're using them as a as a ninja is that there's all these different levels of them. There's the, what do you guys got planned for the weekend? Are you doing anything fun? What do you guys got planned for your summer? Any great plans, any trips coming up or anything you're going to be doing? When's your next trip to the beach? I know you guys love the beach so much. When are you guys going to maybe be making your way back out there? People ask it to me all the time. When's the next race, man? Where are you guys going? That's future stuff that's happening out. What do you like best about that track? You know, What are you looking forward to most about where you're going here? All those are future dream type stuff. But there's the bigger questions. When someone tells me and says, like, uh, what do you want your future of racing to look like? Like, what do you hope to see out of like what you're growing around that area? That's not a two-minute conversation. Yeah. They've got all kinds of cool ideas and thoughts in my head about what that's gonna look like. So again, I think that we need just you need to understand the power of them. And then Matt, the real big thing that we kind of lightly touched on here, kind of at the end of this, but it is the biggest thing is. You need to be a little open also. This is not just gathering information for you. The deeper, the best, best, best dream conversations come out of you being vulnerable and open and means you're you're going to have to put your stuff on the table too a little bit. It's where deep relationships and deep friendships are created. Yeah, it really is. I mean, 
The reason why we brought this up, this is an area where a lot of ninjas struggle. How do I get to those dream conversations? And I hope that this is helpful for people to see, hey, there is a way that we can walk into this, but it's also a lot easier than you think to have these conversations. You could also just go like the Lewis Howes route. I heard Lewis Howes on a podcast. He he just like goes right to it. He like sits down with somebody and he's like, who do you want to be in the future? What's your plan to be the best you could possibly be? And it's like, whoa, okay. We're like getting, we're just going right into it. You could do that. Although maybe you want to take a softer approach and start with just talking about what they're doing this weekend and elevate that. Here's the difference. If you really care, you can ask that question. That's a great point. A very, very good point. If you're doing it as a shock factor of, I heard this on a podcast and I'm going to start doing this to people because this is going to make me stand out and be different and be edgy and don't do it. If you truly at a core in your heart want to learn about somebody and what their dreams are for the future, you can be that person that sits down and says, I have a question for you. You can do it, but you at a core got to care. Yeah. No shock value here. And like this gets into like all the elements of what can build a really sustainable and powerful business, particularly if you're running the ninja systems, right? You know, but care, be invested in their dreams and don't be afraid to talk about them and also to talk about your own dreams and be a little bit vulnerable. Because if if you're asking somebody else to be vulnerable, they're going to take cues from you. And if you're putting up a wall, they're probably going to put up a wall as well. And Matt, maybe just to wrap this thing up here real quick is that I think part of asking really good dream questions is caring. Yeah. It can't just be a, a check the box. I asked a dream question. I'm doing ninja. Look at me. The ninja is the authentic side of you building relationships with people, which means that you need to truly care. When you ask about their family, truly care. When you ask about their occupation and their job and what's going on right now, truly care about the information they're sharing with you. This is them. This is a unique individual person in this world, living their life, experiencing life. And here we are entering their place. And if we're doing it going like, I'm sure there's a piece of business in here somewhere. I hate to say it. There's some swear words that start coming up in my mind about how you're approaching this unique individual that's living their life. Care about them. And the best dream questions are going to come out because you actually care. Yeah, hands down. So so there it is, man. I love the dream conversations. And if anybody wants to have dream conversations with me, just feel feel free. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to talk a lot of business probably with, with stuff like that. I should have hit you with the big one. And we should have been like, Matt, now that I got your attention here, tell me about what your future looks like. Where are you going? What does it look like? Yeah. What, what does it look like? What does life mean to you? What is the meaning of life for you? And you may get into those conversations with people. You never know. Here's the other thing. I just want to make sure that people think about this as they're in this. These conversations will help you run your business. So the key for you is to one, when you're in the moment, do all the things we just talked about. Then every week when you're sitting down and looking at your database, make sure that you're taking notes and figuring out how do I want to re-engage this person to learn more about this? That's going to help fuel your business. Be intentional about your frequency of conversation with these folks, and it will make a difference in your business. And you're just going to build some great relationships. And here's the other thing. You don't have to do this with everybody a small amount of people that you're able to go an inch wide and a mile deep with, you're going to have great opportunities come just from that. I know we know 
plenty of agents that have a handful of really high quality relationships built on dream conversations like this, and they get a lot of referrals just out of those people. So don't think like, oh, I need to now go ask 200 people dream questions. No, start with one person and grow it from there. I love it. I love it. There it is. All right. Well, hey, man, anything else you wanted to throw in on this? No, man, I think we're good. All right. Well, hey, I want to thank everybody for joining us for this amazing conversation once again. Really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast too. I've been talking to a lot of people recently um, who I didn't know were podcast listeners because it was through other venues. And they're like, by the way, I just love the podcast. And I just really appreciate that all of you are are listening. And those of you out there who've done the entire thing, many of you have gone from beginning to current And that just is incredible. And I can't tell you all how much we appreciate that. That's just... It's incredible. Amazing. Uh, It's a lot of me and Garrett. It's it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, if you want to learn more about Ninja, head over to ninjaselling.com. Join our community. Search for The Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Thank you, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at theninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.